Hello, we're back today on Reflection, day number two. And we are so excited to share what we've reflected in our resources for day number two. So day number two is I lift up my mind and my heart to be aware, to understand, and to know that the divine presence I am is the source and substance of all my good. Yeah, and what comes up for again, you when you read that? Yeah. This is a great reflection, and to your point earlier, whether it's God, spirit, source, universe, again, all these words are uh, whatever speaks to you. I, I think as I've been studying this, not as I think, as I know I've been studying this, don't let money be a controlling factor. That's what really stood out for me right out of the gates. Um, the, don't let the money pa uh, aspect of it, whether it's my bank account, my credit card bills, the responsibilities... Don't let that be the source. That is not the source. Um, money is a thing and it is circular. It goes from you to me, to the coffee shop, to the boutique, to Air France, whatever it might be. It's just a thing that continues to travel. So don't give it as much power as the source. And I have to remember that. I can't let it drive my emotions day to day, even though that is a hard thing to do. But um, catching myself through this, uh, meditation and this 40 day abundance prosperity work that we are doing together, it's getting a little bit easier. And when I let that go and let it become easier, things drop in. And it's not because I'm not doing the hard work. I'm still doing the work. I'm still doing the hustle. I'm still talking to other clients and potential leads. But what I realized is I'm capable of creating the abundant life. Like I'm realizing all this knowledge is in my brain and sharing it with others is the gift I can give. And this leads to abundance in my life. So instead of hanging on so tightly to, I hope they sign my contract or I hope they sign up with me or I hope they join my mastermind or buy my product, I go silent and I really listen to the gifts. So when I feel myself moving into that scarcity, I try to cause a pause and go back silent and really listen to my gifts. Um, and that's where the real abundance drops in for me. How about you? Yeah. Well, I, I just want to reflect back to you. What I'm hearing, though, is that abundance isn't just the money aspect. It can, it's your health. It's your lifestyle. It's your relationship with your husband. It's your relationship with your children. Like the abundance is showing up in so many other ways. And I think to us, abundance only ever means one thing, which is money. And I think that this exercise that shows up in a lot of different ways. Um, I think about the first part of this statement. I lift up my mind and heart to be aware, to understand and know the divine presence that I am, and that becomes the source and substance of all of my good. Uh, I'm going to defer to Dr. Joe Dispenza, who is um, a scientist first. He's a doctor. And he suffered a really bad bike accident. He was on the Pacific Coast Highway. He was biking and a truck hit him, like a Big Mac truck hit him. And he was going to need invasive surgery in three parts of his spine. And he decided there and then that he was not going to undergo the surgery. He's like, the body has been designed to heal itself. So I am going to use my mind to fuse my spine back together. And if this works, I will dedicate my life to spreading the gospel about this not in a religious way gospel but just like spreading the word about this so he did he sat for seven weeks and nothing happened nothing happened nothing happened and then all of a sudden in the seventh week he felt a shift 
He felt the shift, but this entire time, both his heart and his mind were visualizing the end, which is that his spine was fusing back together. And then the seventh week it happened. And by week 10, he was back on his bike. And so he was like, okay, so if I've proven this, I'm going to now teach this to other people. And he's taught it to his daughter and he's taught it to his son. And both of them have manifested like internships, shopping sprees. I mean, they're young children, right? So things that kids want to manifest. But his big message is that your heart and mind have to be in alignment. It's not enough to just intellectually believe that, you know, all your abundance is inside. You actually have to sink into the feeling of being in that first class seat on Air France. You have to sink into the feeling of winning that shopping spree where there's no cap on how much you can spend. Um, and so to me, that's what I really think about when I see that first part of that sentence. I lift up my heart and mind to be aware and to understand and to know because it's not enough to just intellectually believe these statements and hope that it sinks in. I lift up my mind and heart to be aware. You literally sat up taller. So there's something there when you sit up a little bit taller to really welcome that divine presence as the source of substance inside of you. And there's something where the inner body language matches the outer body language. And I think that's something that has really stood out to me too. The second comment I want to make is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Currently, if you're more, if you're interested, he actually walks through and he's got, I believe it's a six part series. I'm not sure um, called rewired and it's on Amazon prime right now. So you can actually watch him talk through exactly what you just described. And I've watched the first episode twice already because again, repetition, just like the 40 day prosperity plan, repetition is working that muscle. And the more I see and feel and understand the head and heart connection and really drop into that, um, the more it actually starts to happen. How do you stay in that space though? It's hard. I think it's, even if you do it for a minute a day, I think you have to really, and now I'm going to invoke a little bit of Neville Goddard. Neville Goddard has this uh, quote where he says that everything, all you can possibly need or desire is already yours. You don't need a helper. It's already yours. But you call it into being by imagining. So you get to harness your imagination and by feeling your wish fulfilled. And as you start to accept the end, you become totally indifferent to any kind of failure. Because you've already accepted that the end is yours and there's no other sort of outcome here. So I think you have to make a decision and then you have to stay committed. Yeah. And, and I think I like your one minute a day of focused time to just really continue to work through what that decision is and to uh, visualize it. And drop space. into the feeling. If anybody's ever yeah. watched Rhonda Burns, The Secret, you know, they say this is a feeling universe. Um, and so it's the feeling that brings things into an existence. It's not just to think about it. Um, I, I also want to talk about, like I, I mentioned this in episode one, but I also think about responsibility. I think that we go through life thinking, okay, you have 50% responsibility. I have 50% responsibility. And that can often be the client, you know, coach relationship. That can be a husband wife relationship. And um, Dr. Joe Vitale says you know, we need to maybe actually assume 100% responsibility. So everything that's happening to us right now, we we created it. And there was a, a Hawaiian uh, psychiatrist who had been brought into like a high security uh, mental institution. A million other like, you know, therapists have been brought through. Nobody could 
could bring, you know, the patient population in line. You, you literally had to have your back up against the wall when you would visit to, to shimmy down the hallway because you could be attacked at any time. And so Dr. Huaya Lin was brought in out of desperation. They were like, please, please heal our patients and make this a manageable population again. And he said, I'm not going to actually see any of your patients. I want to take a look at all of their files, lock me up in a room. And because I take 100% responsibility for creating all of these unruly patients, I'm going to work on myself. And by virtue of working on myself, I'm going to heal all of your patient population. And that's what he did. And as the weeks passed, the patients got better. Um, all of the workers who hated coming to work started actually enjoying coming to work. And people started to be released. And so I think that's like a really powerful statement of taking responsibility, working on yourself, and seeing the world change as a result of that, not even having seen any of these patients in person. Well, and I think that is an incredible story. And there, and that's what Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about. There are these incredible stories about humans doing super powerful things. Why would that make anybody listening to this or you or I any different? Like, why would that make us any different at all? So to your point, this was a great story of, a therapist changing the lives of humans in Hawaii or in this institution, right? Why would that make what's limiting us to, to doing what we want to do, whatever that looks like, whether that is spending the four weeks in Paris, whether that is conducting a, you know, huge uh, educational uh, academy and workshop for women across the world to be able to gain more knowledge in their financials and things like that. What's stopping us? Absolutely nothing except for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm realizing as we're doing this, Carlin, that it was one thing for us to write this out. It's another one for us to think about it. I think it's another one for you and I to share it on Boxer. But for us to be articulating this in this forum is also bringing fresh realizations to me. So I'm so glad that we're doing this. Okay. Me too. So if you want to hear what we did with statement number three, you can toggle to the next episode. <laughs>